Welcome to Restoration Podcast. Be blessed as you listen to this Sunday's message, Divine Acceleration, Time is of the Essence. We are here standing, we're going to take our Bible reading from the book of Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26 from verses 1 to 14. Genesis 26 from verses 1 to 14. And I read, And there were famine in the land, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and I will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerah. And the men of the place asked of his wife, and he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say she is my wife, lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebekah, because she was fair to look upon. And it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out at a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was pouring with Rebekah his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety she is thy wife, and thou thou says thou she is my sister. And Isaac said unto him, Because I said, lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this thou hast done unto us? One of, thy, one of the people might lightly have lain with thy wife, and thou shouldest have brought guiltiness upon us. And Abimelech charged all the people, saying, He that touched this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sold in that land, and received in the same year and hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great, and went forward, and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks, and and possessions of herds, and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. Let us pray. Father, Lord, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you adoration. We exalt and magnify your mighty name, even for your word that you have sent to us this morning. We thank you, Father, Lord God, because it's unto you, Father, Lord God, that we have come this morning. And it's from you, Father, Lord God, that we re- we're going to receive, Father, Lord God, the blessings that you have in stock for us today. I pray, Father, Lord God, yes, for everyone that shall hear your word today, Father. But paraventure, Father, Lord God, they are going through any form of famine in their life, Lord. Because, Father, Lord God, you will appear to them as you appear to Isaac. 
and speak a word, Father Lord God, yes, unto them. Give them information, Father Lord God, that will take them out of the famine in their lives. And Lord God, yes, they will be the envy, Father Lord God, of those, Father Lord, that are mocking them today. Father Lord, we give you praise and we give you glory because at the end of it all, Father Lord God, your children shall receive their blessings and you alone shall receive all the glory. I yield myself completely unto you, Father Lord God, as your vessel. Father Lord, to deliver your word this morning with boldness, Father Lord God, with clarity of mind, Father Lord God, so that your children will not hear me, but they will hear you. They will not, you know, hear, they will not see me, but they will see you. And at the end of it all, Father Lord, your word will profit each and every one of us, Father Lord God, that our expectation of Father Lord God this morning will not be dashed. Thank you, Father Lord, for doing it. We give you all glory, we give you all honor, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Praise thy Lord. We may be seated in his presence. We may be seated in his presence. This morning, we are still in our season of divine acceleration. Divine acceleration. At this point, we are going to be speaking on a topic I have titled, Time is of the Essence. Time is of the Essence. We're going to start this morning by playing a game. I call the game, Let's Pretend. Some of us remember that when we were young, we played a game of let's pretend. Pretend that you are at the beach. Pretend that you are in a forest. Pretend that you are having fun. This morning, we are going to pretend it is Sunday night, like tonight. You are in your home resting, and you got a phone call. And you, rem- you recognize the number of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the phone call that is from your bank. I know some of us don't want to hear, get a phone call from your bank, but this is, going to, this is a good phone call because the banker tells you, Mr. So-and-so, I have good news for you. I have good news for you that somebody that cares about you, somebody that loves you very much, has made a significant deposit into your account. A significant deposit, but there's only one stipulation. He said, the banker tells you that every day, you will receive 86,400 cents in your account. Those of you that are good in mathematics already calculated, that is $864 every day into your account. The only stipulation is that, number one, you have to spend that money every day. If you don't finish that money every day, there is no carryover to the next day. Because the next day, you are going to get another deposit of the same amount of money into your account. So you you thank the banker very much for that good news. And guess what? You call a family meeting. You call your wife. And of course, your wife knows how to spend money. Or you call your husband, who also knows how to spend money. Or you call your children. And you all sit down and decide, what are we going to do with this money? And I know some of you have bills you want to pay off. You want to pay pay off your home, pay off your car notes. Pay off all your credit card uh, debt. And of course, you want to sow into the life of others. But also remember, you have to pay your tithe to the church. Okay? So after, after crafting up a plan of how you are going to use this money, then you have to decide that, well, guess what? It was just a game. We said, let's play a game of pretense. So let's, let's come back down to reality. Okay? Nobody is depositing anybody into your account. Well, not that I know of, but God, of course, God can do it. All right? But guess what? What happens with that pretense game is what God does for us every day. 
It is not in, in terms, terms of cents and dollars, but in terms of seconds, minutes, and hours that God deposits into our account of time every day. Every day we receive, it is 6,400 seconds that is clocked into our account at the stroke of midnight. You wake up every morning and you have that amount of time in your hands. So use it any way you want. Now this time is given to everybody. It doesn't matter how tall you are or how short you are, how dark you are or how white you are, how whether you are a male or female, how old you are, whether you are a teenager or a centurion, everybody gets the same amount of time. Whether you are lazy and not well, so driven, or you are very hardworking, everybody gets the same amount of time. I know some of us wish we can have more time to do what, all the things that we have to do. But God, in his infinite mercy, has decided that everybody is going to get the same amount of time. And the question is, what do you do with this time? You have two options. That time can be wasted, or the time can be invested. But the only problem with that, with the time, is that however you spend it, once it is spent, it is gone. You cannot get it back. It is gone. And brethren, even this morning as you have come, into the presence of the Almighty God to spend this time with God. I can tell you that God does not take your time for, for granted. And I definitely would, does not take your time gra uh, for granted. Because you have spent this time to come and listen to what I have to say on behalf of the Almighty God. The Almighty God will reward and, re and grant this time back unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. It will not be a wasted time. It will be a time that you have invested wisely. So, so that the Almighty God will reward you for this time. You heard the saying that time is money. Well, you can imagine if it was literally true that you actually received that amount of time in forms of money. How would you spend, spend that money? Would you waste it on things that are immaterial? Would you waste it on things that do not add value to your life or to your family, to your career, to your education? to your ministry, or to your future, or to your destiny, and most importantly, to your eternity. The book of Psalm 68, verse 19, Psalm 68, verse 19, says that, Blessed be the Lord, who daily load us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Brethren, our God daily load us with this benefit of time, the benefit of life the breath of life, the gift of, being, of our heart still beating, the gift of strength that we have. Our God is so good. He doesn't just give us time. He also gives us strength to use that time. So there are people that today that are alive, they have the time, but they cannot use the time. They are in the hospital sick, and they cannot get out of bed. They can't walk. Some, some people have the time, but they don't have the mind to think. They are in a psychiatric hospital. They have lost their mind. So they cannot use that time. So would you have a reason to be thankful this morning that you have the time and you have the strength, you have the mind, the mind to be able to use that time, you have the energy, your heart is beating, You're, I mean, you have things that you can do with that time? Aren't you glad this morning that God has been good to you? 
We have every reason to be thankful this morning because our God is a good God. Imagine if those seconds were sent, then all of us would be very rich, rich in money. But the truth of the matter is that we're actually very rich in time. That God counts us worthy to see another day because there are people that wish that today they had plans of the things that they were going to do today, but they did not make it to this day. But we are not counted among those. We are not in the mortuary. We are not in the graveyard. But God has preserved us and given us another opportunity to use the time that he has given us today to fulfill purpose, to fulfill destiny. That is how good our God is. Every day we exchange this time that God has given us for various activities. Activities to go to school, to study, to go to work, to earn a living. Activities to spend time with our families, with our spouses, with our children, with our loved ones. And of course, yes, to spend time with our church, our fellow uh, Christians, with our, with our fellow church members, even on this time, on a Sunday morning like this. So we should not take the time for granted. We are exchanging this time for something. So the question is, all the other times that you have, what are you exchanging it for? The people that make the greatest impact in life, in this world, they invest their time in, a, in their lifetime on worthwhile endeavors. Worthwhile endeavors. The great American psychologist by the name of William James gave this quote. He said, the greatest use of a life is to spend it in something that would outlast it. The greatest use of a life is to spend it on something that will outlast it. Brethren, what are you spending your time on today that would outlast you, that would outlive you? Thank God for those of us that have children. Your children are your future. Your children, they will outlast you. By God's grace, none of us will have to bury our children. But, but when, our, when we are ready to go in our, our, our old age, our children, they will outlive us. And you can see, I'll come to the text later on, but you can see because of the life of Abraham, God remembered Isaac. And God, God gave a, pro, a, a, a testimony about Abraham, which I will come to in a, in a few minutes. And that is why God blessed, blessed Isaac. Is God going to bless your children because of the way you are living your life today? Will God have mercy and favor upon your children because of the way you obey the commandments and the statutes of the Almighty God? Will God bless you today? Will God bless your children and reward them because of how you have sold into the kingdom of the Almighty God? That's the question for us this morning. We're all, give, we're all, gonna, we're all given the same amount of time, like I mentioned, mentioned earlier on, irrespective of our gender, our social status, our age. It doesn't matter. When we talk about time, we, we come across time in various, every time, every day, every, every day of our life. We ask ourselves, oh, what time do we have to go to work? What time are you going to wake up? What time is your alarm set up for? What time is this uh, meeting going to end? What time are we, is this service going to end this morning? Don't worry. Just enjoy the service. Listen to the word of God. Very, very shortly, the service will come to an end. And you will be blessed even through it in Jesus' name. Like money, we can spend time any way we want. It's up to you. I don't have, you're not going to give account to me about how you spend your time. I don't have a right to ask, to question how you spend your time. But there is a God 
that you hope you want, you're going to account for every second that you spend. You're going to tell him how you spent it, worthily or unworthily, wisely or unwisely, for, by, for, 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 uh, whether you invested it or you wasted it. God is going to require of you to, have, to give an account of that time because we are accountable to the Almighty God. And once you spend that time, because you cannot get it back, but we thank God for a God who is so good, that a God, a God of second chances, that God can make up the time even for, for you, for the lost time that you have made. Even as he, promised, as he promised in the book of Joe chapter 2, verse 25, because you are in restoration this morning, whatever time you may have lost, whatever time you may have wasted, the Almighty God will restore that time back unto you. Whatever time the, the caterpillar, the palmer one, the, 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 the locusts have eaten, the Almighty God will return that time back unto you because you are in restoration this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. So the real question this morning is not what is your time worth, but what is worth your time? What is worth you spending your time on? All those time you, you spend on social media, on Facebook, looking at pictures, reading stories, things that may not add value to your life, is it worth, really worth your time? The time you while away, just on this, I mean, somebody was, I heard a story some, some time ago, somebody said that her, her greatest part time, uh, pastime was to go to the mall, sit in the bench, and just watch people pass by, I begin to run commentary on, on what, oh, look at this one. What is, it, what is this one wearing? Oh, look at this one. Oh, how did this girl manage to get that handsome man? How, I mean, people just be commenting on people passing by. That was, that was her greatest part, first time. Is that really worth your time? For you to receive divine acceleration in this season that we are in, time is of the essence. Time is of the essence to be infected in, act, in activities that is worth your time. Activities that would outlast you. And I pray that would be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. In the Bible text that we read, in the book of Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 to 14. Genesis 26, 1 to 14. We see that there was a famine in the land. There was a famine in the land. So brethren, if you are experiencing famine in any area of your life this morning, famine recognizes lack. Recognize, it represents dryness. There's stagnation. No moving forward kind of stuck in one place. There's nothing growing. It, it represents barrenness. Are you experiencing any loss of, lack of progress in your life this morning? That's a sign of famine. And you are not alone. Even Isaac experienced famine. Abraham experienced famine. There's been famine through the years. So it's not new that people experience famine. So there's nothing that has happened to you today that is, that is new under the sun, according to what James told us. So, but the, the, the good news is that God knows about this famine you are going through. Just like God knew about the famine that Isaac was going through. So you are not alone. The God has promised that he will not leave you, he will not forsake you. That yes, in this life, there will be trials, there will be tribulations. So he said, be of good cheer, because I have overcome for you. So brethren, you are going to overcome this famine in the mighty name of Jesus. So don't, 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 don't lose hope. Don't lose your mind. Don't lose uh, trust in God. Don't lose your belief in God because our God is not a man that he would lie. Neither is he the son of man that will repent. If he has said it, if he has promised it that you shall be victorious, victory shall be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. And of course, as generally people do, when you are going through tough times, you think of running away. 
Isaac was going to go to, to Egypt. That's what the text tells us, that God told him, do not go to Egypt, but dwell in this land, because in this land I'm going to prosper you. I remember when I was, when I was, when I was younger, I remember, I don't know those of us that are old enough, back home in Nigeria, there was this video that was, in, I think it was in the, in the 80s or 90s, that Andrew wanted to check out. Any of us remember that story of Andrew? Andrew wants to check out. So that's what happens. So most people, when you are going through a tough time, you want to check out. You think by, by, by relocating to a different, a different city, a different country, a different neighborhood, that will solve your problem. So Isaac wanted to check out. But thank God, thank God that he saw the face of God first. He saw the face of God. So before you make a decision to relocate, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Before you make a decision to check out, seek the face of God. Hear, hear what God has to say about it. Because your blessing might be where you are, but you just cannot see it. Remember the story of, of, uh, of uh, Elisha and, and the servant that they were surrounded by, 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 by the army. And the, the servants was afraid that they were going to, they are going to, there are so much surrounding them, they are going to capture them. And as uh, Elisha prayed and asked God to open his eyes so he can see. And he could see that, but then God opened his eyes, he saw that there were more with them than, than, than uh, against them. And God has already told us that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So brother, you have all it takes even to overcome that famine. So don't, you don't need to check out, but seek the face of God. And we thank God, God has, just as God appeared to Isaac, God will appear to you. And when God appears to you as he's as he gave instructions to Isaac, God will give you, give you instructions on exactly what you need to do. He will give you the right information that will take you to your next level. He'll give you the right information that will give you divine acceleration. That will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Abraham was acknowledged even in the midst of this discussion about Isaac. Why did God have to bring in Abraham into the discussion? Because in the book of Genesis chapter 18 verse 19, Genesis 18 verse 19, it, God testified of Abraham. He said, for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. This is a testimony of Abraham. Can God testify of you about the way you raise your children? the way you bring them up in the way of the Lord. Because of the way God, God saw how Abraham raised Isaac, God gave promises unto Isaac. And my prayer is that the Almighty God will give you promises today that you, you, you won't have to, you have, to, have, to, have to worry or be anxious or nervous about whatever family you are facing because the promises of God, they are yea and amen. And they shall surely come past in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Even we see in the, in the middle of the story there, because the Bible tells us about the story of how Isaac lied to, the, to Abimelech about his wife. I'm not going to go into detail because that's a different sermon altogether. But the question of matter is that even, even after that incident, in those few verses that, that the Bible tells, talks about how Isaac lied about, about his wife, Rebecca, yet we are told later on down the road that Isaac still sold and he still was still, he still, he still was able to harvest a thousand, a hundredfold returns for his sowing. So in spite of your mistakes, in spite of your mistake, God can still bless you. 
God can still lift you up. God can still reward you for your sowing. So don't say, because I've made such a huge mistake. I've done so many bad, so many things in the past. Therefore, God cannot, cannot bless me. No. Whatever, whatever has happened to you, that man that left you, that thought that by, by now you should, have, you should have given up on life, the Almighty God is still, still going to take you to fulfill your destiny. That person that, that, that thought they are, that, 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 that they, are going to, they are going to destroy you completely, they have failed because God is on your side. In spite of whatever, whether the mistake was your fault, whether it was somebody else's fault, it doesn't matter. Just like Isaac made a, made a mistake, God overlooked all that, and God still blessed him. And I pray that will be your portion in Jesus' name. And look at, look at Abimelech. Abimelech began to, in spite of all, all that Isaac did to him, by lying to him, Abimelech said, no man should touch this man or his wife or his family. So God will fight your battles for you. God will send you helpers of destiny. God will send you people that will defend you and defend your family, defend your household. That's the promise of the Almighty God. And Isaac sowed in that land, even during the time of famine. This was during famine. Sometimes we think, oh, let's invest, let's sow when, the, when, when, when everything is perfect. No. Even when it looks like things are not perfect, we are in a pandemic. Every, everything is, I mean, everything is like dry. Nothing is, nothing is moving. Brethren, do not be weary, even in this time in well-doing, because in due time you shall reap if you faint not. And I, my prayer is that you will not faint, you will not fall, you will not fail in the mighty name of Jesus. He received a great harvest. The book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 is a principle of God that if you sow, if you sow, is a principle. Genesis 8 22 says, while the earth remaineth, sea time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, will never cease. It's a principle. If you sow, God will make you to receive your harvest. So for all that you have sown, my prayer is that the Almighty God will make you to live long enough to enjoy the fruits of your labor. That as you labor in your classroom, studying, you will graduate in the mighty name of Jesus. As you walk, put your hands to work. The hard work, you will profit from it in the mighty name of Jesus. Your business, will, will, will take, will, God will take it to a new level. Even as you, as you burn the midnight hour, even to, 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 to serve the people of God. And the Almighty God will, will reward you in the mighty name of Jesus. Brethren, and at the end of it all, we are told that the Philistines envied him. The Philistines envied him. Which means at some point, they, must have, they might have been mocking him. But now they are beginning to envy him. So who is mocking you today? Who is telling you today, oh, look at, look at them. They thought they, they have made it. The Almighty God said they will come back to come and envy you. That is his promise. And of course, it is better to be envied than to be pitied. Oh, people like to pity you. They have to throw a pity party. When you come to them and complain, oh, look at what I'm going through. Look at what I'm experiencing. They, are, they will be happy to, to put, the, put their hands on your shoulder and be pitying you. But brethren, you will not be pitied. Rather, you will be the envy. People will envy you because of the great and mighty things that the Almighty God will do in your life. That is the promise of the Almighty God this morning. So brethren, this morning we are going to look at what is time. What is time? I mean, I tried to find the definition of time. I didn't find anything that really captured my attention. I checked the Webster's Webster dictionary. I checked, I mean, all the uh, Oxford dictionary. 
But this is what I came up, come up with from the word of God. I saw God already define time. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 to 2. Ecclesiastes 1 to 2. He says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to, to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. So I brought out a definition from that. That time is a moment. Like a moment of birth or a moment of death. Or it can be a duration. Duration of between uh, planting and harvesting. In which things happen for which we are accountable. Time is a moment or a duration in which things happen for which we are accountable. And our accountability is to the Almighty God. So I'm going to, out of the text that we read, I'm going to give us four principles. Four principles of time being of, of the essence. Number one, time is a privilege and not a right. Time is a privilege and not a right. The fact that you woke up this morning is not your alarm that woke you up. Otherwise, take that same alarm, take it to the, to the cemetery, and see how many dead bodies will wake up. It's a privilege that God inspired your spirit to wake up this morning, that God breathed the breath of life into you this morning. That's why you are alive today. Let's not take it for granted. Oh, that is just another day. Just another, another, uh, another day, just another time that God has given me. No. It is of the mercies of God that we have not been consumed. Not only is it time that, that is time that, that is given to us that we should take, we should not take for granted, even the time that other people give to us, we should not take them for granted. You have a, an appointment with somebody, you have a, 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 a date with somebody, and you, you just show up anytime, anytime you want. Guess what? You have just wasted their time. And that's why. As, as, I mean, whenever I'm, I'm preparing for a sermon to come and minister to the people of God, I do not take it lightly. I put in the time because I know I don't want you to waste your time listening to me. I want to make sure that whatever I'm going to say will be words that will minister to your heart, that will meet you at the points of your need. By the grace of the Almighty God, God is the one that will do the work. But he, he, God does his word, work through his word. So I, I do not take it lightly that you are listening to me this morning. Those of you that are home, those of you that are here in the sanctuary, I take it, I mean, yes, it's a huge, it's a huge uh, uh, acknowledgement. It's a huge privilege. And I take it as a great compliment that you have taken this time out to come and hear the word of God, even in this service this morning. And I, I make sure that I don't, take, I don't take your time for granted. And my prayer is that at the end of this, this sermon, that the Almighty God will meet you at the point of your every need in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes 3.11, Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says he had made everything beautiful in his time. And my prayer is that whatever is not beautiful in your life this morning, whatever it is that is bringing shame and reproach into your life this morning, the Almighty God will beautify this morning because this is your time. Because this is your time to hear from the Almighty God. You see, God is the one that brought, brought us together. And God is the one that will reward you even for this time. Because your time will not be wasted, but rather it will be invested in the right place in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, and then the second, second point is that time is a loan. And it's not just a gift. Yes, time is a gift. It's a gift because we have not earned it. We do not deserve it. 
We cannot repay God for the time that he has given to us. So it's a gift. But it's also a loan. It's also a loan. The, we know the story of, of the, of the rich, rich fool in Luke chapter 12. Who, who harvested so much. He thought he had so much that yes, now he's going to just relax. He's going to eat and drink and be merry. That he's going to pull down the old barn and build a new one. And God said to him in verse 20, he said, but God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Brethren, let's not take God for granted. Because every second that God has given us, every minute, every hour, every day, we are accountable for it. Like I mentioned earlier on, you are not accountable to me or to anybody else, but we are all accountable to God. Because God is the one that gives the time on, as a gift and as a loan. Thirdly, our time is going fast. Time is an assignment. Time is an assignment based on trust. Time is, a, time is an assignment. God gave you this extra time today because you have an assignment to do. You have an assignment to finish. You have an assignment to, to complete. Because the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, that it's appointed unto man once to die and then judgment. If you have finished your assignment, God will send you, take you, send you back to base. Time to come home. But God has given you more time today so that you can finish the assignment that God has given you. What assignment has God given you that you need to complete? Spend your time today wisely. Because you, you might think that you just, you just get, the time is up to you how you want to spend it. But God is very engaged in our time. God is engaged in our time. Don't think that God has nothing to do with your time. God has a lot to do with your time. Because he's the one that gave you the time for a reason. The book of Psalm 31 verse 15. Psalm 31 verse 15 says, My, time are, that my times are in thy hand. This is uh, David speaking. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecute me. Our times are in the hands of the Almighty God. He is the control. He is the one that gave us the time. And he is the one that we are accountable to for how we spend that time. Fourthly and lastly, our time is irretrievable. It's irretrievable. Once you spend it, it is gone. Once you, just like money, once you spend it, it is gone. But unlike money, money you can, you can save your money, you can invest your money, or you can put the money in a, uh, spend the money, put the money in a bank, but you cannot save your time. You cannot bank your time for a rainy day, so to say. And say, say so the, the people that wish they can have extra time. When, 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 the, when Hebrews 9, 27, when the appointment dates come, they can say, God, no, I have some money, time that I stored away. Can I use that th extra three years or the extra five years that I put away? No. Once you, once, you, once you spent, it is gone. The book of 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32. I'll take make reference to it this morning. He said, he talked about the children of Issachar. He said, and the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them that were 200, and all their brethren were at their commandments. Brethren, we have to ask God to give us the understanding of the times so that we know what we need to do. In this season of divine acceleration, time is of the essence to know what we need to spend our time doing so that 
We can receive divine acceleration. I pray that will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. So when we are granted time, which we are, when, we are, when we are taking time for granted, we spend it anyhow we want, what we are doing is that we are taking God for granted. Because God is the one that gave us the time for a purpose to accomplish a, 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 a destiny for our lives. To, 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 do, to, do, to perform, complete an assignment that God has given to us. The book of Romans 9.16. Romans 9.16 says, So then it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showeth mercy. So my prayer for you this morning is that as you recognize today that time is of the essence, and you spend this time wisely. You spend this time by, by investing it. You spend this time in a way that honors the almighty God, the Almighty God will give you beauty for every ashes that we are going through. That every famine in your life will be turned into, into, into greatness. That yes, whatever you may be experiencing in trouble, the Almighty God will give you trophies for those troubles. He will give you testimonies for every test that you may be facing this morning. The Almighty God will give you ministries for every misery that you may be experiencing this morning. And the Almighty God will make every mistake that you have made into masterpieces, even for his glory. And I pray that will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to Restoration Podcast. Join us next week as we continue in the Word of God.